And we are live. Welcome to the process. It is Monday, December 18th. I am Josh Engelman here to break down an 11 game NBA slate. We got a monster today. We got to break down every bit of it. Hope you guys had a good weekend. If you did, hit the like button. If you didn't, hit the like button. Also, subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. And follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. Let's see. 11 games today. Four tomorrow. We have a 10-gamer on Wednesday. Eight on Thursday. Six on Friday, which is very nice. And then, obviously... uh, Massive slate Saturday. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven games on Saturday. Then we're off on Sunday. No basketball. And then we get the five-game Monday Christmas slate, which obviously everybody should be pumped for. It's the best day. It's the best day. So good morning, everybody. It's good to see everybody. Let's get this week started off right. We got a lot to break down. I think it's in my best interest to just dive in. And honestly, on a Monday, I want coffee. And that is exactly what I have right here. So if you've got a coffee, cheers to you. If uh, if you don't, if you got a tea, water, beer, joint, food, whatever you got, rise and grind, everybody. Cheers. Let's get it started. Mm. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Take the fish oil. Hmm. Let's get this day started, folks. Let's talk some basketball, shall we? We are going to get it started first right out of the gate with a game that I'm guessing we don't have a ton of interest in. Although the Darius Garland piece of it could be a little interesting. But for right now, Houston, five-point dogs in Cleveland. 214 total. This is the lowest totaled game on today's slate. And it's going to be pretty difficult to want any bit of this game unless somebody is out and we don't know about it or there's bad pricing because we have games with 240 totals. We have two games in the 240s along with another one at 238. It's going to be very, very difficult for 214 to make it across the finish line. All right, so I have the most updated injury report in front of me. Houston is on the back-to-back. That will complicate matters a little bit. It will also make it so that we aren't really making any changes to Houston. On the Cleveland side, no Garland with that jaw fracture. No Evan Mobley. Maybe there's some value. Maybe there's some value. Um, So we got 30 minutes out of Tari Eason. That's at least 26 in three out of the last four. This was another game where we had no Amon Thompson, no Jock Landale. The Amon Thompson piece will be interesting. I don't know how they're going to continue to get Tari Eason real minutes. I don't know where they're going to come from. trying to get him as many minutes as I can here but it's you really got to just assume that Amon Thompson isn't going to be super uh 
super a part of this team. Here's the real takeaway. It probably doesn't matter. And that's kind of helpful for today. On the Cleveland side, I have not projected them since Garland has been out. Um, we did have both of those guys out on the 16th, which was Saturday. So I do need to take a look at that rotation. And we do need to make some um, some small changes to rates. Because obviously Donovan Mitchell is going to be a very different person with no Darius Garland around. We got Mitchell, Struess, Okoro, Allen, well, Wade Allen. I assume that's what we're getting again, although it is at least mildly surprising that we didn't get Karis LeVert into the starting lineup. But considering we just saw this, I think we have to assume it's going to be the same. We're going to get Donovan Mitchell in for 37 minutes. We're going to get Max Struess in for 35. And then we can get a Coro in for... He played full starter run, standard issue, 30 minutes. I don't feel like he has to, but 30 seems about right. Then we get Dean Wade. Wade played basically starter minutes, but they did close a little bit with Levert. I think like 26 or 24 for Wade is going to make the most sense. And then Jared Allen, I don't know, 31, 32. Ah, he's been, it's been a little different with Mobley out. I'm going to go 34. Backup center, Tristan Thompson. So that piece is easy. Now, Levert played 25 minutes. He played 35 the game before that, the one that I shouted him out over and over again. But he got basically the standard backup run, played two and a half minutes to close, I don't know, 20, 26 for Levert. Making the most sense. Now, who else played? We got to get Niang minutes. He's pretty good for like 21. We don't have too many other guys that we need to project here. This is the team that's running short on human beings. Sam Merrill played eight minutes in the first half last time out. Craig Porter got both rotations. He played like 16 minutes. So let's get Porter in for 16. That just leaves me three leftover spillover style minutes. I'll throw those on Sam Merrill. That makes it easy. The thing that we need to look up is Donovan Mitchell's rates. That'll be the most important thing we have here. So as we look at Cleveland, just games that Darius Garland didn't play this year. What do we have for Donovan Mitchell? Because he's missed six games already. Mitchell's got a 32.5% usage rate. I'm going to bump that up to 32. I'm guessing I don't have to move too much else here. So if I look at the props for today for Cleveland... We have nothing. Everything is just locked. That makes no sense. Why is every single bet locked? All right. Looks like we're going to use DraftKings for today instead of FanDuel. Normally, this works perfectly. Did everybody just get ruled out at the exact same time today? Is that what's happening for me? Uh, let's try this again. Cleveland Cavaliers, player points. 
oh, why, why is this not just like a table? There's basically like no points props right now. Mitchell's at 30 and a half juice to the over. I got 29.3, so I'm going to go up to 32 and a half. I don't know why there aren't more lines here. I guess because of the back-to-back, -back too, probably not helping. But that's the only prop I have. Is it going to be the same on these other games? Because that's going to really annoy me. Right now, every single prop is down. This is a, this is really annoying. Okay, we're, we're just going to evaluate this game then. FanDuel has no props up. DraftKings has no props up other than Donovan Mitchell. FanDuel has nothing across the board for me. I'd have to pop the odd shopper, see what's there. All right, so for Houston, we're not playing these guys. Just full stop, we're not playing them. This is an 11-game slate. If your last guy in is Shingoon or Van Vliet or Jabari or Jalen Green, like that all makes sense. These guys don't look good. They'll have no ownership whatsoever. I expect that to be a full zero. Now, on the Cleveland side, I do think you can justify going to Donovan Mitchell at 9,900. I'm guessing he's got like a bit of an increased assist rate, too. Which I didn't think about. Nah, a little bit. Nothing crazy. I like Donovan Mitchell. 9,900 point guard, shooting guard. That is clearly the best thing in this game and really the only thing in this game. If you want to go to a $7,400 Jared Allen, I think it's okay. Uh, there's just going to be a never-ending supply of centers. Very interesting first game, though. Next one up, one we don't normally talk about. Clippers in Indy, 241 total. What do we need to know here for the Clippers, if anything? Uh, questionable tag on Bones Highland. Indy has a Q tag on Halliburton. Still no Andrew Nemhard, no Jalen Smith. So this is going to be a pretty easy rotation for the Clips. Although last time they played, I didn't have Paul George in. So I guess it's going to be a little bit harder than that. Let's start it off. James Harden, 35 minutes. And then we'll get Terrence Mann. 27. We'll get Paul George in for 36. We'll get Kawhi Leonard in for 36. And we'll get Zubats in for... 27, 28, 28. Tice gets 15 or 16. Kobe Brown. Minutes are down. Amir Coffey played this last time. Well, past two games. One without Paul George. But he also played 17 minutes. Oh, so Kobe Brown was out of the rotation, wasn't he? When was this game? All right, 16th Clippers. Was that Kobe Brown not in the rotation now? Where are you hiding? Oh, this game isn't on there. It's so stupid. It was the 16th, right? Yes. Who'd they play? Stupid, stupid popcorn machine. All right. 16th, Clippers played the Knicks. So that's going to be... Let's hope I get the... Their acronyms should be fine. Nope. Looks like it's the other way around. All right, got it. Okay, so yeah, Kobe Brown was just full on 
bench mob. But Amir Coffee was just in the rotation like normal. That's an interesting thing to see. So who played the five then when it wasn't Zubats or Tice? Nobody. Okay, so that was just who would have closed? I guess Zubats. He was staring at, you know, 30-something minutes. Ah, well done there, SMP. Well done. Well done. All right, I guess we get Norm Powell out there for 25. We get Russ for 18, maybe? We get Amir Coffee out there for 16. And then I'm just going to hide three on someone random. No rate changes here for the Clippers. This should look good. For LA, I mean, they get to face Indiana. That's a major, major, major spot. Now, obviously, we're leaving Halliburton in. We're not really making any changes to this rotation. I'm going 35 to Halliburton just to be safe. I've got Matherin in for 28. Those minutes have been down quite a bit. We're going to bring that down to 26. OB Toppin. Get him up to 24. Not a lot of changes here. What are we going to see for the Clippers? Because this is... The Clippers are 22nd in pace. Obviously, Indy is number one. I have the Clippers gaining almost six possessions above... Six extra possessions. Massive. $8,100 shooting guard, small forward, Paul George. Revenge narrative alert? Is that a good, is that something we're going to talk about today? Because he looks great. But so does Kawhi at 8,600. So does James Harden. Zubats looks fine. Paul George is the best play for the Clippers. But I'm happy to get any one of those four main dudes. Now, Indy loses a possession and a half. Not all that great. And the Clippers' defense is eighth. $7,100 Miles Turner is the guy that you want to go to if you're going to any part of this. Probably have his minutes over projected. Let's take him down to 29. But yeah, if you're going anywhere, I think it's Miles Turner. Interesting slate so far. First two games, obviously not ideal for Houston Cleveland. Clippers are going to cause some problems. The problem for the Clippers is that everybody kind of looks the same. It's really hard to pick between Harden George and Leonard, you're not going to have a ton of confidence in whatever you do there. Now, does this stupid game have any props to look that are worth looking at? Or is FanDuel just going to submarine me again on another game? They show up and then they don't show up? Like they're there and then everything is locked. Which is really annoying. Let's try DraftKings again. Basketball, NBA, Clippers, Pacers, player points. Okay, we got a couple more there. We have Harden, Kawhi, and Paul George. We don't have anything from the indie side, which makes sense. There's a Q tag on Halliburton. That changes everybody. So I think we're okay there. Let's go to Chicago. The Bulls are... 11-point underdogs in Philadelphia, 228 total. This Bulls team is not great. Not great. 
Uh, Caruso questionable. Tory Craig doubtful. No Zach Levine. So let's get Tory Craig out of there. He is doubtful. So I am doubtful that he plays. Oh, and then Caruso questionable is just the same sort of annoying it is every other day. Uh, didn't play the last, hasn't played three out of the last four, only got five minutes on the 14th. So I think we can safely assume that he's not just going crazy for minutes today. Uh, we're going to need to bump up lots of minutes here. Kobe White is playing 38 minutes a night. DeMar DeRozan is playing 38 minutes a night. Nikola Vucevic, I can leave at 34. Patrick Williams is playing 32 minutes a night. So, so far, we're good. Do they have a backup four that I think they're going to play? So we're not, if they're not going to play Torrey Craig, are they just going to move DeMar down a peg? Probably. Javon Carter plays 14 minutes a night, so we could lock that one in. We'll get Io Desunmu. I mean, I guess he's playing like 26 minutes. Then we can go 12 to Dale and Terry. No, that's not the right amount. We have 20 left. Are they going to... Will Julian Phillips play? Do they go 10 and 10 here? Don't really think it's going to matter. Interested to see what DeMar DeRozan looks like with 38 minutes. Because as we look at Philly... They're at full strength. We're not making a single change to the Philly rotation. They don't make any changes, so I don't know why we would. So we could look at the Bulls. And, you know, Philly's fifth in defense. They're 18th in pace. But $8,100 small forward, power forward DeRozan, if you're projecting him for 38 minutes, he looks exceptional. The question is really... Do we expect him to play that much? Lots of points props here, so that helps. DeMar's points prop is 22.5, so I've got him at 25.9. Now, it's juiced to the over a little bit, but what this is saying is maybe because of the line, we shouldn't be expecting 38 minutes. Is Kobe White the same? I've got Kobe White at 20.5, so his line is 22.5. That's really interesting. So this is becoming a rates thing, which means that we need to look at Chicago in games that Zach Levine did not play, assuming Kobe White and DeMar DeRozan both did play. Because based on these minutes, it's a little squirrely. All right, so they, this season, there's been eight games without Levine. DeMar in those eight games has a 26.5% usage rate. So that's perfect. That is my issue there. I, if I bring him down, that fixes a lot. But what is Kobe White's usage rate? 312 minutes, 22.5% usage rate. So I really don't see the change there unless I had to give him a 39th minute. His assist prop is five. It's set at about five. I could give him 39 minutes. Which is, I guess, what we're going to be doing here. That makes it a little bit more reasonable. 
Okay, so it's not that I want to get a lot of Kobe White, but I do want to get to DeRozan. And then 8K Vooch. I mean, 1.15 fantasy points per minute over the past 30 days. That's exactly where I have him projected. His points prop is 18 and a half. That's where I have him. His rebounding prop is... 10 and a half juice to the over. I have 10, eight. I'm happy with this rotation. What does Philly look like? Wow. Joel Embiid over the past 30 days is 2.06 fantasy points per minute. That is nuts. If this were a slightly better spot. All right. So I've got Embiid at 32 and a half points. It is 33 and a half to the over. I am going to take a peek at DeMar De- or at uh, Joel Embiid's usage rate. I might have to go even higher. Might have to go even higher. I haven't been able to get to him, but I would like to. I have Embiid in at 34.3. I'm pretty confident it's going to be higher than that. And I can just look at Philly for the year. They're not really any different. 38. So I'm way low. But I also think 38 is unsustainable. So we can't go all the way to 38. But 30, I mean, he should be at like 34 real points. I'm going to leave it there. I've got 11 rebounds for Embiid. It's 12 and a half, choose to the under. I'm about right there. And I can't imagine that rate is actually all that different. It is not. Offensive rebounding rate, though, is a little bit higher. I'll give him that bump. I think Embiid, we're, we're going to get to a bunch of Embiid here. I think. I'm guessing we end up with enough value that we... Maxi's at 25 and a half. That's good enough for me. Toby's at 14 and a half. That's good enough for me. I mean, I've got Embiid projected what I would consider to be quite well. So... Get to Joel Embiid if you can. If you've got the salary, he will look great. We do have Nikola Jokic on this slate. We don't have Giannis, though. And we do have Luka. And that Dallas-Denver game has a pretty sizable total. So that dynamic will be very interesting tonight. Go to game four. Detroit and Atlanta. Pistons, 10.5-point dogs, 244 total. This should look great for Atlanta and potentially at least a little bit for Detroit. This Pistons team, man, is is crazy bad. Now, for Detroit, Alec Burks is available. No Jalen Duran, no Isaiah Stewart. At least they got Bagley back, I guess. Bagley played 22 minutes. We got 26 out of Wiseman. I need to see that rotation. So that was a 30-point loss to Milwaukee. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so they started Bagley. They closed with Wiseman, but closing is relative. Um, this this team is bad. This team is so, so bad. 
So let's try to crack the code on Detroit for today. I guess. I'm going to delete every one of those rates too. I don't trust this team right now. All right. So we're going to get Cade, Hayes, Thompson, Boyan, Bagley. That's the assumption. I think 24-24 Bagley-Wiseman is the play. It's probably like 24-22, but we'll leave it like that for right now. It's This team is a pain in the ass. All right, so Cade, you know, 33-34. Killian Hayes doesn't close that second quarter again. How many games in a row has he been not closing that second quarter? We'll hit up NBA rotations.info for that. Pistons 2 and 24, so bad. They are so, so atrocious. So atrocious. Okay, so Killian Hayes is scattering that second quarter closing. I, I think like 24 to 6 minutes for Hayes is about right. And then we get Asar Thompson. He played 24. Also didn't close the second quarter. Well, didn't really close the second quarter. Did close the entire game. Played 24. We'll go 26 again. Boyan a little bit easier to project. We'll get him in for 31. I played 31 in regulation. Yeah, we'll go 32. Now, the rest of these guys should be pretty easy to handle. Jaden Ivey. Now, he did close. And I don't know. If, I assume that was just because of the blowout. So, we're going to do like 24 to Ivy. And then Marcus Sasser is going to play like 16, I guess. Alec Burks and Isaiah Livers need to split those final. Alec Burks, Marcus Sasser, Isaiah Livers, final group of minutes. Livers is going to be at 24. That leaves me 26 minutes for Sasser and Burks. 12 and 14. Works for me. Done. Now, anything interesting to quickly look at for Pistons props? Alliteration there was fun. Cade is at 21 and a half. Nailed it. Boyan is at 20 and a half. Basically nailed it. Killian Hayes is at eight and a half. Fine. Asar Thompson, 10 and a half. Fine. Assist for Cade, seven and a half. Okay, I'm way low there. What is Cade's assist rate on the season? Probably not all that high, considering none of these guys can make a shot. Yeah, it's not even that much higher. Interesting. Best I can do for you, Cade, but... You guys aren't exactly offensively talented. You guys are just offensive. The Atlanta side of this one is going to be wild, especially because I don't know if Hunter is in or not. Clint Capella questionable, Bogdanovich questionable, Hunter questionable. Okay, so it's worse than I thought. Worse than I thought. Okay, so we did get Hunter last time out. 
we didn't get Bogdanovich or Clint Capella. If you're ever going to sit anybody, this would be the game to do it. But I am going to get everybody back in. So, Trey Young, 36 minutes. DeJounte Murray, 35 minutes. We get Clint Capella in at center for 29. We get a Kong Wu in at the four. What, 24? 25? 25. All right, we can get Sadiq Bey in for his 36. Actually, we'll make it 35. If, if we're projecting Hunter in. And then Hunter came back, played 26 minutes. What did that actually look like? Atlanta lost by eight to Cleveland. Obviously shorthanded. So is Cleveland. So there's also that. Uh, Hunter just didn't close. They closed with Wes Matthews over him. Uh, I'm going to go 28. Assuming everybody's back, I figure like he's less likely to close. Now, Bogdanovich is also going to get something like 28. That leaves me 24. Split that between Wes Matthews and Garrison Matthews. Bang. Rates can all stay the same because I got everybody in. All right, for Detroit. It's Bagley and probably nothing else. It seems... Just checking out a rate quickly. Let's take off Wiseman. No, let's take off Durin. And let's take off Beef Stew. How many minutes do we have for one Marvin Bagley? Bagley has played 190 minutes without those other two guys on 20.8% usage rate. I'm going to keep everything that I have here. If you're playing anybody from Detroit, it's Bagley. And then you're probably ignoring everyone else. For Atlanta, uh, 10K Trey looks damn good for today, I gotta say. Probably important to check his points prop. Trey's points prop is 32.5 to the over. I have him at 29.7. So I think that's letting me know that we're expecting someone to be out here for Atlanta. Probably Bogdanovich. Because he doesn't have a prop, but Clint Capella does. I got to juice this Trey Young points prop up a little bit. Because I'm, I'm, I'm quite light. Trey, 32% usage rate on the year. Can't go too much higher there. Maybe it's the 37 minutes. That's what we'll do. One more. Get Trey up to 37 minutes. That gets him to 30.8 real points. Still below the prop, but he looks fantastic at 10K against Detroit. I, I like Capella at 6,700, assuming he's in. I'd be happy to go that direction. Not too much else here for Atlanta, but we obviously need a lot more news. 
Uh, Minnesota, one-point favorites in Miami, 219 total. Going to be pretty hard for this one to show up unless we've got a bunch of guys out. Minnesota defense, good. Sub-220 total. Not the greatest environment here. Q-tag on Anthony Edwards. Q-tag on Jaden McDaniels. Uh, Bam is available. Tyler Hero is available. Josh Richardson is available. So Miami's going to look awful. And then Minnesota is just going to be what they normally are. Looks like they've ended Shake Milton and continued Troy Brown. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, so they're running out of nine-man rotation. Who needs a little bit of a bump? Nikhil Alexander-Walker does. Yeah, quite a bit of a bump. Not too many other changes here, though. We're not going to like this Minnesota team. It's just basically impossible to like them. And now Miami, we have to project in a completely different way than what they've been as of late. Now we got Jay Rich was back on the 16th. This will be the first game back for Tyler Hero. These guys are going to be at least mildly limited, you would guess. So let's get Bam in for 30. Get Tyler Hero in for 30. We'll get... Oh, Kyle Lowry is out. Okay. Even crazier. Oh, this is not a fun rotation to project today, fellas. Um, let's really think this through. So we know we're going to get massive minutes out of Jimmy Butler. Let's get him in for 34. Right out of the gate. Let's get Jaime Jaquez in for his 31. Let's get Caleb Martin in for his... 33. Haywood Highsmith is back as well. Is Jay Rich going to start? Are they going to go Hero, Butler, Hawkes, Martin, Adebayo? No. Well, Duncan Robinson still needs to play a shit ton of minutes. Ooh, man. He'd have some rotational questions. Is Jay Rich going to start at the point today? Or do they start Hero at the point? Hmm. Who do they start today? That is the question. Let's see if the prop market leads me to that answer. Sure doesn't. They don't even have it. Hmm. I don't have a very good idea of who Miami is going to start today because they have a couple options. Kevin Love backup center makes the most sense. That feels right-ish to me. Now, rates are going to be important. Tyler Hero's played like three games this year, right? At best. Because I don't think we have like a great rate source. All right. Tyler Hero has played 
eight games so far this season. Okay. Uh, 28% usage rate on Hero in those games. Uh, clearly not going that direction. Uh, Butler in those games had a 22% usage rate. Bam in those games had a 29% usage rate. I don't know how to project this stupid team, man. All right. Does it matter? That's the real question. Let me just look at Miami if I don't. Okay. So if I don't touch their rates, they look really bad. Which is kind of where I think it should be for right now. So I'm going to leave Miami as is. And then as we look at Minnesota, they also don't look great. This is number one defense against number 13 defense. 17th in pace against 29th in pace. This is just a bad environment. So I think we could just pretend like that game doesn't exist today and feel good about it. Oh my God. There's one, two, three, four. There are five games on today's slate that have 10 or more point lines. Bulls are 11-point dogs. Pistons are 10.5-point dogs. Charlotte's an 11-point dog. Memphis is at 10.5, and, and the Wizards are at 11.5. What a day. Just a lot of bad basketball to be played today. Charlotte Hornets, what do we know? Gordon Hayward, questionable. Terry Rozier, probable. Mark Williams, doubtful. P.J. Washington, questionable. Okay. So let's take out everybody that's generic. We've got Nick Richards in for 30 minutes. Definitely don't want to go to 30. We're going to go to 28. And then we'll say P.J. Washington plays the other 20. Plus another eight. JT Thor. He's going to play what? Like 12 minutes? Gordon Hayward in for 33. Miles Bridges in for 37. Terry Rozier in for 38. I'm going to make that 37. I'm going to make Bridges 36. And I'm going to... Keep Brandon Miller at 35. Actually, we're going to make Brandon Miller 34. And then the rest of these guys are going to be ish. And then Bryce McGowan's. Simple for Charlotte. This game could look okay. The Toronto side, anybody out? Nope. Normal Toronto rotation. So we can say 35. I'm going to go 34 for OG Ananobi. We've got 36 in for Scotty Barnes. I like that. Got 36 for Pascal Siakam. I like that. 28 for Jake Puddle. I like that. 33 for Dennis Schroeder. Good. We're spot on here. Easy game to project. Charlotte and Toronto. Wow, I thought Charlotte would look a little bit better. They don't. They don't. I guess Toronto being 24th in pace really doesn't help here. $8,700 Rogier or $6,100 Nick Richards, probably my preferred options. I think Gordon Hayward's just a little overpriced. I'm not really getting to Charlotte for the first time in a while. Toronto, it's 
going to have Pascal Siakam, $8,500 power forward center. Uh, we don't have San Antonio, so there's, we're not going to be jamming Wemby today. Any one of the starters for Toronto looks all right. Schroeder, Pirtle, Ananobi, Siakam, Barnes. Uh, I do need to take a minute off of Precious Achua so he doesn't show up as something that could possibly be rostered. That would be uh, not what we're looking for. But yeah, Siak Siakam and uh, Pirtle, but Siakam in particular. Those center-only guys are tough. Six games down. We're 45 minutes in. We are making really good time here today, folks. Hit that like button if you haven't done it yet. And I quickly need to just let you guys know, we still are doing the bowl promo. If you're looking for college football projections and ownership for the rest of the college football season, in this case, for a week or a month. If you get the month, you get it for the rest of the season. If you get it for a week, you don't. But that should be self-explanatory. But get it for the month, 25 bucks, 50% off using the promo code BOWL. You also get our college basketball projections for the rest of the year. So if you're looking to play any college DFS, probably seeing some softer contests, the way that you want to do that is to click the link in the description and sign up now using the promo code BOWL. Toasted Biscuits, good morning. Memphis Grizzlies, 10.5 point dogs in OKC, 229 total. No Adams, no Bismack Biamba. Oh, are we going to get Tillman value today? All right. Uh, we need to act. No Derek Rose either. This Memphis game is about to be very important, I think. I could be wrong. But this looks like it's going to be interesting. So Tillman's going to start and play real minutes. He's out of the rotation for two games, and now Biombo doubtful. Who were they using as the back of center? Oh, Triple J, obviously. Okay. This is looking interesting. When I was wet, right, no Jalen Noel. I think they cut Kenneth Lofton, too. Is that right? Yeah. They are going to waive him. Not that that matters right now. So, Rose got the start. But then he got hurt. They went to... Basically, Bane at the point, Zaire Williams took the Rose spot in the second half. They did continue to go to Gilliard. So I think we're going to see a decent chunk of playing time out of Jacob Gilliard. I'm going to go 22 minutes. I'm going to say Bane gets the other point guard run. And I think we're just going to have to see a lot of Desmond Bane today. Now, Vince Williams can go in next. He seems to just be starting and playing pretty big minutes as of late. I'm going to go 29 to him. We need to get Big Body Roddy into a chunk of playing time. He closed in that Derrick Rose spot. So let's think that piece through. 
man, they are just, they are walking wounded here. All right, Big Body Roddy's playing 27 minutes a game recently anyway. I think now he's going to be playing like 28 today. Not a lot of people left. Lots of playing time to go around. I guess we're going to get Zaire Williams out there for 22, 24, something like that. Aldama played 26. That feels like it almost has to happen again. If not more. Huh. I don't have a great feel for who needs to get these minutes. All right. LaRavia played 10. I think we have to assume that Jake LaRavia is playing 14. That also lets me get Zaire Williams into 16. And then I'm going to throw nine onto John Conchar. They don't ever want to seem to play John Conchar. I doubt any of this looks good, but it, Tillman is going to be the real swing piece here. Now for OKC, same rotation as normal. They just really just bounce these dudes around in ways that are very hard to predict. Usman Jang comes into the rotation, plays a shit ton of minutes and doesn't play anymore. We've got 36 for Shea. We've got 32 for Jalen Williams. We've got 30 for Chet. We've got 28 for Lou Dort. We've got 24 for Josh Giddy. I'll make that 23. Isaiah Joe can use a little bit of a bump. Case and Wallace in for 20 looks fine. I don't know what we're going to see here. So Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. $4,800 Tillman is going to be important today. Assuming he starts. And I don't know why he wouldn't. Because they have no problem staggering Jackson. 28 minutes for Tillman just feels like it has to happen. I guess he doesn't have to close. And maybe that ends up at 26. But Tillman's the first guy you're looking at. Vince Williams, $4,600 small forward is fine. Thought I might like Bain a little bit more. I got to check his points prop, I guess. Is it big? It's 26 and a half juice to the over. I have 25-3. I guess I could take a quick peek at Bain's usage on the season. Am I a little light? 796 minutes for Bain. 29 and a half percent usage rate. Yeah, I can, uh, I could afford to give him that little bump. That gets him up to 26-2. I can go the extra half. Get him to 29. But we're still not going to really like Bane. He's just solid. But 8,900 shooting guard, small forward. It looks okay. It's just a bad matchup against OKC. Good defense. But Tillman is the guy we want the most, at least as of right now, assuming he starts. On the Oklahoma City side... $10,500 Shea looks awesome here. That's for sure. Uh, Chet isn't bad. Really wish he had the power forward eligibility, but he doesn't. He shouldn't. Uh, Jalen Williams without the Y would be the other thing, but Shea stands out. 
Comparing Shea to Trey will be very interesting for today. The payups are looking better than they have recently. And we're about to talk about two more, I'm guessing. Dallas, seven and a half point dogs in Denver, 238 total. Uh, Dallas has no Josh Green, Q-Tag on Holmes, no Kyrie, no Derek Lively, no Maxi. Denver has a Q-Tag on KCP, Aaron Gordon probable, Jamal Murray probable. So Dallas no Lively is a, a bit of an issue, especially when when uh, Rashawn Holmes is questionable. So I'm guessing we're getting like a split of Holmes and Dwight Powell. Who did they? Who did they start on the 16th? Did they go small, or did they start Powell? They went small. So they went Grant Williams at the five. No, they went lively and then he got hurt. And then they went to Powell in the second half. Okay. So let's say we're going to get. What are we going to get here? 20. 22 minutes for Powell. I think they're going to have to play Rashawn Holmes a bit more. Maybe we get 16 out of Holmes if he plays. And then we get Grant Williams out there for, you know, 20, 32 minutes at a minimum. We get Luca out there for, I'll say, 38. Hmm. Yeah, I guess Holmes could be Markeith Morris. They did run him as the straight backup, but I assume that was just because Holmes was out. I think we probably want Morris to play a decent chunk of time. Now, Timmy Hardaway going to get 34, I think. 33, maybe. Derek Jones Jr., should be in for like 31 or 32. We got to get Dante Exum in for his big minutes now. That's going to be what? 30? Yeah. Still have 23 minutes left over for, I guess Seth Curry is going to get a pretty decent chunk. And then nine more minutes for who exactly? Jaden Hardy, maybe? Hardy did see a first half run. Omax Prosper? I guess it's probably not going to matter. Five here, four here. The question is going to be how much Luka Doncic do we get here against Denver? If at all. And does he look better than Jokic? Luka's points prop is 34 and a half. I got him at 35, so I feel good there. Let's look at Denver. We're going to have to put KCP back in. He did not play the most recent game that I had Denver projected for. So let's start it off by getting Jamal Murray. Thirty. 
And then KCP coming off of the concussion. Yeah, I figure we're getting like 33 out of him. We get MPJ in for 32. We get Aaron Gordon in for 32. We get Nikola Jokic in for 35. Backup run to DeAndre Jordan. Backup point guard run to Reggie Jackson. Plus a couple minutes alongside of each other. Christian Brown, 19 minutes. And then we go 12 and 12 to Peyton Watson and Julian Strouther. All right, Dallas. Yeah, uh, Luke is going to be a tough sell. 12,100. He's not going to look better than Embiid. He does, uh, to me, he's not going to look better than Trey Young. Denver's 26th in pace. That really just. It really hamstrings you. I think Luke is going to be very, very difficult to get to today. Not that he doesn't look good, because he clearly does. Although, I think that I have Luca's rebounding rate pretty dramatically under-projected. So let me take a look at that. Because it seems like he might be getting a lot more boards with all of these guys out. So if we say lively off, how much of a difference does that make just to Luca's rebounding rate? Luca's played 365 minutes with him off. Rebounding rate is. Same as it usually is. Okay, so let's take off. Nobody really rebounds on this team. Let's take. I don't feel comfortable going too much higher on Luca's rebounding rate, but his point, his rebounding prop is nine and a half. And I got him at seven and a half. I'll give him a slight bump, but nothing crazy. That gets him to eight one. Best I can do. Now, his assist prop is 9.5 to the over. I got 9.2. That one I don't feel like I can change. If we just take Kyrie off, Luca's assist rate is a little bit higher. But even still, even with that bump, he's not going to look better than Joel Embiid. We're about to see if he looks any better than Jokic, but Trey Young against Detroit just looked better. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, even in that bad matchup, is going to look interesting. We've got Shea. It's just going to be hard for Luka. Uh, I gave Peyton Watson 121 minutes, so he looks like a great play. Uh, spoiler alert, he's not. Let's maybe go ahead and uh, only give him 12 minutes, so that doesn't happen again. Look, 11-7 for Jokic. I'd rather have Jokic than Luka. The problem is that I think I'd rather have Embiid than Jokic. And that's where we run into a bit of an issue. $7,200 Jamal Murray looks all right here in 30 minutes. Maybe the problem is projecting him for 30 minutes. That might be a tad high. Murray's points prop is 19 and a half. Juice to the over a little bit. Maybe not. 
I like Denver. I like Jokic. I like Murray. Porter and Gordon are kind of the same. But I don't know how you get to Denver's Jokic over, over Embiid. We'll see what it ends up looking like, though. Brooklyn Nets, three and a half point favorites in Utah, 232 total. Uh, there's no telling what's going on for this one for Utah. But for Brooklyn, Dorian Finney-Smith is questionable. No DSJ, no Lonnie Walker. So this is going to be the same rotation that I normally have for Brooklyn. We're not even going to take a peek at that. The Utah side, though, quite different. Um, Utah, no Jordan Clarkson. Q-tag on Collins. I guess Markinen is just in. No Keontae George. Yurtsevin has a Q-tag. So we got to re-project this entire team. Full stop. Utah's last game was a 21-point loss to Sacramento. They started Markinen, Dunn, Sexton, Olinick, and Fontecchio. Um, guessing in that. So, oh man, this is a weird team. All right, so I guess we're gonna get Chris Dunn starting at the point, or no? That is my expectation. So we still have no Keontae George. So it would make sense to me that we get Chris Dunn starting at the point and then Colin Sexton again at the two. Let's go ahead and get Markin in his 30 minutes and we'll get John Collins his 30 minutes. Walker Kessler off the bench played 18, but this game was basically over. We got 29 minutes out of Kelly Olynyk. So I think we go like 24 Kessler. Let's go. Let's say 24 Kelly Olynyk. Do they go to Yurtsevin anymore? I really don't know. Seems like they aren't. I think we get Chris Dunn in at the point for 26 minutes. I think we get Colin Sexton in for 30. Akbaji gets like 18. We'll give THT backup point guard run. Fontecchio, does he start still? Probably not. It's like 24 for Fontecchio and like 12 for Taylor Hendricks, maybe? This team is disgusting. Disgusting. I can't. There's no way we're getting anything here from Utah. No way. All right, for Brooklyn, it's Mikel Bridges, and basically that's it. He's 7,700 small forward power forward. That's really not bad. But nothing else here for Brooklyn. You would think they'd look a little bit better. They just don't. These guys are just priced where they should be. Utah is impossible to get to. Like, Colin Sexton's up to 7K. No thanks. 5,300 for Chris Dunn. Like, no. 
$8,400 marketing is like worth rolling the dice on if you think you can play more minutes. But I don't really see anything for Utah. This next game might be a little bit different. Washington Wizards, 11 and a half point underdogs in Sacramento, 245 total. I assume this one can look wild, and I don't know the current status of anybody, so even better. All right, Wizards are on a back-to-back. Um, I want to assume everybody that played yesterday is going to play here. Three, seven. They went to a nine-man rotation. Again. 32 minutes for Kuz. 30 for Pool. I'm going to go to 29 on Tyus Jones. I got 28 for Koulibaly. I'm going to go to 26 on Gafford. Denny could probably go up to... Now he's good at 28, I think. They're playing a little bit more in competitive games, but this is a non-competitive game. So I actually think I'm going to leave this the way that it looks for Washington, and then they're not going to end up not looking all that great. The Sacramento side, Fox is questionable. We're clearly not doing anything with that. Uh, Didn't play two days ago, but we have to project him in anyway. 35 for Sabonis. I got 32 for the Barnacle of the Bay. We're going to make that 31. Got 32 for Keegan Murray, who went crazy. Uh, Monk continues to play right around 26. Kevin Herter continues to play not as much as you would expect. Sasha Vazenkov plays. Keon Ellis played a little bit more. Oh, that was two games ago. Obviously, he's going to play a little bit more when Fox is out. I don't really have any other changes to make here. 19 to Trey Lyles is probably too many. Wows. Yeah, Wizards don't look great. Sacramento 19th in defense, 12th in pace. It's pretty much pace neutral, but these guys are priced accordingly. $8,600 Kuzma. Like, that's fine if you want it. Or 6K Gafford. These guys don't stand out, though. I thought they might, but they don't. On the Sacramento side, yeah. I like De'Aaron Fox quite a bit if he is in 9,600. I like Demonta Sabonis quite a bit if he is in 9,800. Going to be very hard. I don't... Will be interesting to see the the salary dynamic at center between you know Sabonis, Jokic, Embiid, Miles Turner to a degree at seven K. He did look good earlier, but this is a stellar spot for Demontis Sabonis in particular. Should just own the boards. Um, I want to take a quick look at his props just in case there are no props, which is unfortunate, but. I really do like Fox and Sabonis. I don't really like anything else here for this team, though. Now we can close it out. Late night hammer. Knicks, Lakers. Knicks are four point, four and a half point dogs in Los Angeles. 227 total. Uh, everybody that's normally available for the Knicks is Q tag on AD, Q tag on LeBron. So everybody that's normally available for the Lakers also is available. Now, for the Knicks. We're going to go 28-20 on Hartenstein and Sims. Uh, quickly, 
we're good. We're good. I'm good with all of these Knicks minutes. We know the Knicks rotation by now, guys. There's not a lot to dig into. Now, the Lakers were a completely different team the last time I played. So we are going to have to go ahead and grab brand new rates across the board for the Lakers, which is they're just an annoying team every day. We're going to go 36 minutes to AD. We're going to go 35 minutes to LeBron James. We're going to get D'Angelo Russell in for 28. We're going to get Cam Reddish in for 26. We're going to get Austin Reeves in for 28. We're going to get Jackson Hayes in for 10. We'll get Rui in for 24. We'll get Vandy out there for 14. 28 for Torian Prince. 29 for Torian Prince. 30 for Torian Prince. 29. Still have 10 minutes left over. I guess that's Max Christie. Let's take a peek at some rates for the Los Angeles Lakers before we close this one out with some crunches. Points prop on LeBron is 27 and a half, juice to the over. AD does not have a points prop. LeBron's rebounding prop is around eight. What is LeBron's assist prop? Around seven, seven and a half. What's Russell's points prop? I don't have one. All I have is LeBron. Of course I do. Of course I do. All right. In games where... LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and D'Angelo Russell all played. We have LeBron's usage rate at 29.5. Perfect. We have AD at 25.5. Just about perfect. We have Russell at 22. Perfect. We have Austin Reeves at 21. Perfect. LeBron James assist rate is right where I have it. So is Russell's. Reeves can go up. AD is not going to be that guy. And then rebounding for LeBron, nine and a half. No one doesn't have to move either. All right. Final game is done. Knicks, $8,600 Randall is the guy that you're looking for if you're going to a Nick. Um, no problem going to Brunson, but Randall's the guy that you want. And for the Lakers, it's really only AD and LeBron, and I don't think either one of them look all that great today. So let us now run a crunch and find out what the hell are we getting on this slate. Let us find out. All right. FC is pulled up. Projections are saved. 
You never know. Don't want to lose it. I have no concept of what we're going to see here today. Not a great feel. Do we get to Embiid as the payup, or do we just stay in that like 9K range? That's really the question for me. Optimal lineup on DraftKings, 261.6. That's by 0.1. Trey Young, Isaiah Joe, Vince Williams, Santi Aldama, Xavier Tillman, De'Aaron Fox, Julius Randle, Rashawn Holmes. All right. Well, that's annoying. Holmes, the flat 3K. I didn't give him like a real projection. I mean, I only have him for 14 fantasy points. He's got a Q tag on him. I gave him 16 minutes. I mean, maybe he doesn't play, but interesting to see to start the day. Vince Williams was in 96% of lineups. Tillman in 94%. I think that's just a testament of where value is. Trey Young, 86%. Like Isaiah Joe shouldn't be showing up like this, but he is. That's just a sign of how much value we have. But at 3,900, you know, there are crazier games. How many minutes did I give Isaiah Joe? Like when we give the, like when I slap the randomness on here, that's going to flatten out some of these extreme dudes. Or not. Isaiah Joe flying to the top of the list. Did I accidentally type his minutes in too high? I thought I only gave him 20. I think that's just telling us what the value looks like. Yeah, I only gave Isaiah Joe 20 minutes. And I guess I'll go to 19 just to like soften the blow a little bit here, but it's going to remove him from everything at that point. If I just simply take a minute off of Isaiah Joe, he's going to go from the most exposed dude in 150 lineups to a very different outcome. Yeah. Now, Tillman and Vince Williams are the guys that are popping the most for me right now. Toasted Biscuits. I only, I, I only, I don't use FC any longer. I use the sim tool. I mean, the Vince Williams one makes sense to me. He's 4,600. He's playing 27, 28, 29 minutes a night. He started the past two games. Like 31 and a half fantasy points at 4.6. Like that's 6.8x today. That can happen. But Isaiah Joe and Rashawn Holmes showing up is letting you know that there is no value here today. We just don't have it. Let's look at the FanDuel end. Very difficult slate, which I normally don't mind, but I hate it on like an 11 gamer because difficult and a lot of work sucks. All right, FanDuel optimal. Now this one will look dramatically different by default. We know how different FanDuel looks. Trey Young, 311.04. This is the optimal by 1.23. That's a massive gap. Trey Young, Tyrese Maxey, Desmond Bain, Isaac Okoro, Avdia and DeRozan, Aldama, Bagley, Tillman. Like that one makes so much more sense. DeRozan in 98% of those. Trey Young in 90. 
Bagley, Bain, Okoro in, in the 80s, Tillman in the 70s, Aldama in the 60s, DeJounte Murray and Maxi in the 50s. Like FanDuel is just on a completely different wavelength for roster construction. Final crunch here as we close out the first day of the week. We'll have prize picks videos and contenders videos out a little bit later. I got to go get a haircut after the strategy show. Tillman, 40%. Okoro, 35%. Bagley, Murray, Wiseman, all in the 20s. Wiseman, 4,100, by the way. Uh, and then you drop everybody else down into the teens. So no crazy value other than Tillman. Tillman's 4,300. Assuming he's the starting center for the Grizzlies, that will look good. It's going to do it, folks. We are all done here. Fun times all around for the process. This will be the hardest one we do all week, which is nice. I, I like getting that out of the way early. Watch the strategy show. Watch the deeper dive later today. It's been nice to see you guys. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Christmas is coming soon. Get ready. I'll talk to you later. This was the process, everybody.